0: Hey everyone, we are The Three Princes and we go around looking for things to penetrate deeply. Intellectual. <laughs>
1: uh, welcome to our show. It's going to be one of those days.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Mihira, we're doing this again.
0: Fuck. <laughs> but I won't say fuck because... Uh, I'm actually excited today because uh, I have a very good friend here. Nice. Uh, we've known each other for like
2: now 15 years. Yeah, more than. More yeah. than 15, more years. Than 15 yeah. years, yeah. Uh, Since 2002. Three. 2003. 2003. How do you guys
0: meet? Uh, advertising. Yeah. Uh, I mean, happily we, we work. worked in the same team for a long work. time. Every he was mm, one of my mentors at when I was starting out as a young account executive. Andrew, right. Uh, right. Okay. He's moved on to do lots of other very interesting shit. And when, when, when I when I when I talk of Irfan, like you go to any digital convention in Sri Lanka, right? Any major advertising forum, this man is there, <laughs> giving a keynote speech or a speech of some sort. <laughs> uh,
2: have only, you ever, only because I can talk, <laughs>
0: Right.
1: Have you have you ever been at any of the infertiles?
0: Uh no,
2: no, no? not really. Okay. Okay, so a uh,
0: little bit of Irfan. Uh, about Irfan, he was uh, advertising exec for a long time. I think too long. Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. I think his his career's his 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 life's calling was advertising. at some point, but then he realized that was not the case. Uh, so J W T Grandmechanerixon. Then yeah. on to dialogue. then then on to dialogue in marketing. Mm. Then on to uh MAS, Mas Innovation well, and Design. Innovation right. and design uh, big, like a, an amazing mm-hmm. array of experience in the last. And why we why we said like we wanted you there one one thing I specifically said that I wanted you around is uh, if there is any person that can like outline how, how a career could work or how, how you should follow passions or how you can build yourself over time. Mm. Uh, he's one of the best people to look at and follow. So right. uh, can you tell a little bit about how, like, rather than me saying it, can you tell mm. me about like how you started and you are here now today as a CEO of uh, a startup, like a very successful startup in Sri Lanka called IQ. Uh, how innovation innovation you, quotient. Innovation yeah, quotient.
2: Everybody knows it as IQ, but yeah, the, that's the abbreviated mm-hmm. form, but it goes as innovation quotient um yeah it's been a it's been a really really interesting journey um so I um just like everybody else when i uh, when I was in school I was mostly mostly into sport and other extracurricular activities <laughs> uh, um, and that's when you when you really so the only thing I can tell you with absolute clarity is that whatever we learned in school was really it was more of the more from the sports and everything else you did than just, uh, just the academic side. Right? Mm-hmm. but just like everybody else uh, I was also not sure of what I wanted to do um, and this was in 1997 right so you probably had if you didn't do medicine or engineering uh, you, could you're find, you're <laughs> fun, right? you could you could become a lawyer you could become an accountant right. right so my parents also thought I was going to become an accountant um mm-hmm but to me even then i i used to always have this little book by my side as constantly just writing ideas mm. right so and it's always been um, you know i was about maybe 12 years old when i first first watched macgyver okay uh, and i and i wanted to be MacGyver.
0: uh i don't think people know who MacGyver
2: is oh there's a re- recent version oh no, there's a the recent version there's a recent version which and no one watches um,
1: I'm not sure I'm used to watch the old one yeah, so
2: check out yeah. Yeah. Um, you know so I think little things like that really influenced you right and then we had this little paper similar paper called Vidusara which yeah. used to have little yeah. science projects and then I yeah, uh, I got into electronics I had this little shop in Ratpanan I used to collect money mm-hmm. uh, go to this little shop in Ratpanan and buy LEDs and diodes and capacitors and resistors and yeah. come back home and you know uh, put a circuit build, together, Yeah, put yeah. a circuit together so my father bought my first bike, big bloody black pan bag, pan bike. So I put a like a night rider circuit, on it, you know. Nice. Um, so always wanted to build. Uh, all, always wanted to build, always wanted to design, always wanted to check things out. <clears throat> and always had this little even right now in my car I always have a book. I'm constantly sketching um, new ideas. New ideas or writing stuff down. So that was always there. It's just that Back then, there was no outlet, right? There was no Google, there was no YouTube, mm. there was
0: nothing uh, to
2: go nothing to, to go to, yeah. or yeah. anyone to go to to kind of figure out what to do. So, did the traditional thing when I spoke to a few uncles, aunts, and friends. I said no. Um, so, by some uh, luck, I I, I I did really well in my A levels. Mm. I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I I did well in econ and accounts, mm. and I got into into Colombo campus. Um, but I didn't want to go uh, and I didn't because mm-hmm. you had to wait two and a half mm-hmm. years then to get not bloody waste of short time. The
0: other thing, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <for> those <laughs> local university graduates. Yeah. Uh,
2: you know, the other thing that I think uh, now in hindsight, right, that, that really worked for me was that, you know, I was hungry. I mean, you know, literally also most times because <laughs> uh, you come. Most of us come from uh, reasonable backgrounds. Right? So, my parents were both <clears throat> teachers on a government pension. They can't give you everything you want, and life's not rosy. So, mm. the other thing was that you know whatever I do, I was like, damn, I'm I'm not going to live this life. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that. That has always been something that really um, kind of pushed. You started in merchandising before you started advertising? No, so what happened was I I did my A levels and I was waiting for my results, and at that time uh, because I was more interested in I mean now we call it design and creativity, but because I just this more interested in ideas and you know stuff. At the one of the trail, in things at that time was you know young Asia Television had just launched. Yeah, okay. right. Uh, Yachtini, Yachtini Yachtini, Boring Yachtini, Boring yeah, TV. Yeah, TV. Yeah, heavily funded and lots of cool young kids uh, working there. So maybe meet some girls, learn some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Young Asia Television mm-hmm. and I interviewed and so they asked me, what do you want to do? So I said, what do you have for me to do? Uh, I said, can you write? So I can string a few words mm-hmm. together. Okay. Uh, so you you join us as a production assistant. Start writing scripts. I found that boring. So mm-hmm. then when I, I walked down Marshall, there's this room full of of camera equipment and sound equipment editing suites and the works my like the first digital movie camera in Sri Lanka yeah. was yeah. Yeah. wow what do you all do <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my kind of shit right <laughs> so I transferred from a production assistant to a camera assistant mm-hmm. uh, and that was a roller coaster right because so and I, I still remember the, one of our lead cameraman was Garmini and everybody called him Garmini uh, he taught me the basics of uh, movie making from okay. a technical point of view right so from sound uh, from from camera sound, sound balance, mm-hmm. uh, lighting mm-hmm. right, um, tra- they train so and that kind of appealed to my creative the whole building kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I still remember shooting a documentary with people like from famous documentary mm-hmm. makers then we, uh, we we went to Pinavella to film a a cow elephant giving birth. We had the camera trained on her uh, for almost a week before she actually gave gave birth. And then the cameraman fainted when that actually happened. (laughs) The, The camera and the cameraman. But I thought that initial job, you know, the fact that I got into it fast I'm not how old were you? 19. 19 right. uh, just out of school. Just out of school, right? This is in 97. Mm. Uh, whatever job you get into initially is important because it teaches you how to relate to people, how to relate to circumstances, relate to situations. First what, job. Yeah, yeah. How, it to, does, yeah. how to respond. So it doesn't really matter what you do, whether you get your hands, the the dirtier your hands get in the positive sense instead of the the negative sense. The more you get your hands dirty, the more you, I mean, I used to never go home. I used to go and shoot after shoot after shoot just to, just to kind of learn what's, what's out there. And I still didn't know what I wanted to, what I wanted to do until one day at Young Asia Television, one of the ad agencies had, as usual, had uh, had an account executive like Nihira and forgotten to book a production house for a show, right? And uh, came, we've done this, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so I was the most forgetful account executive under the sun. <laughs> this bugger lost
2: a brand book from Pepsi, right? Uh, which had been in the safekeeping of the agency for like 15 years. It was, it was like given to him and five minutes
0: so, that's oh my God! I can't even. I didn't even remember that. Yes. <laughs> <Do you> remember.
1: <laughs>
0: my God, that was hell. <laughs> so. Wow, oh, and you give a shit now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think anything's changed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So where were we yeah. So this agency, Mashan, came in and you know, we shot an ad, an advertisement for I forget something. Mm. Hey, what's this? Mm um this is called advertising and this is what we do so i started chatting with the agency guy. and then i thought okay maybe this is something i should check out right um, did you have anyone who told you like okay fine like maybe you should get into advertising and something? not no, no 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 it was i think again um, mm-hmm. learning job, to job. Uh, going jo- go- just asking questions just maybe. being inquisitive just you know trying dabbling in many things in those early years mm really helped. Mm. Um, so I joined. And then, sorry, the other thing I noticed was, now when I walked into RTV, that's when I think Windows 98 uh, was just coming, and all these guys in fancy computers were typing. So I asked them, what's this? It's a computer. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, what is? What are you doing? I'm typing a document. So why is it red under this word? No, that means it's a bad spelling. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Right, like full Gode a magic mother, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, because all you do in, I mean, in school, we had Komodo 64s, which, which run on uh, DOS, I, right? Yeah, no uh, idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Never seen a color monitor before. <laughs> wow. um, so that kind of fed the tech. Mm. Uh, that was, I think, my induction to a like Windows 98 machine. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I moved to advertising, and I met... Uh, I think one of my uncles said me get a chat with Neela mm. uh, at Grants. Um, so she had a chat with me. And she took me downstairs. She said, that's creative. Mm. That's very close mm. to what you used to do. Mm. And that's account management. They're called the suits. Uh, they really control the mm. business. Where do you want to go? She,
0: she actually said that. Yeah. They, they really control the...
2: Yeah, I, said, I remember <laughs> word for word. So <laughs> they I control shit, nothing. So, uh, I said, I'll go there. Uh, and I went into account management. And I think I'm, I'm really glad for I, I did that. So, when I got into account management, I, I started learning the basics of communication, branding, but more than anything, I uh, started learning about human insight. Right. And I think at that time, we were young and we had some really experienced hands who had done some amazing... You know, I still remember where I was at. <coughs> I was at um, um, at Grants. I, I think you guys have heard of this is famous coconut milk powder. Can you hear it? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: this coconut milk powder brand, right? So and it coconut milk mm. powder is is, is is comes in a cardboard mm. box, mm-hmm. and there is this whole consumer perception that, that it's bad. But Suma, right, mm. um, came up. You know, he said, "Masha, let's go on a marketing. Let's go observe what people are doing." So when mm. we First thing somebody does and they pick, they pick up a coconut and shake it, right? Mm. So the only thing we did in, our, in in the commercial was the the consumer picks up a pack and shakes it. Right. Right. Wow, I mean, powerful <laughs> powerful human insight, right? So that really worked for that brand. Yeah. So you know that's when I realized Machang, you know. No, you, when you say that I know exactly what mm, the brand is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't wanna give anybody <laughs> undue mileage on <of> this <laughs> podcast. Uh so kind of realize that you know whatever you do the, at the foundation of what you do will always be a human behavior mm-hmm. and then to really understand that human behavior and be able to either affect it influence it or change it mm. is essentially what you do in everything that we do whether it's advertising banking communications or, or branding right or tech or tech even in tech right so i mean right now in tech something i tell all my guys is we are in tech, but we are not in tech. Tech comes last. Mm. Human behavior comes first. first. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I kind of realized there that human insight is the most important thing. Mm. And I, I was a terrible A.I. Machan, just like this bugger, right? Uh, no, I, mean, I think he was a
0: better A than me, uh, like most horribly but yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> so was a star when he came in, so uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> How can you be a star and be okay?
0: <laughs> no, no, he, he, he came as an account manager. Uh, to JWT when I was just like starting out right. and when I was yeah just,
1: like, so in 97 when you started I was
0: 5 <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> oh
2: my god yeah, I so. had just stopped feeding myself <laughs> <laughs> just learn to clean yourself yeah? uh, like my small daughter right now uh, <laughs> so, so I kind of learned that much on but I never forgot the uh Forgot the... Uh, the fact that human insight, yeah, does human insight is... Yeah, human insight Starting position for anything. For anything, right. And so, like I said, in terms of, you know, when you're an account executive, everybody's problem is your problem, right? Mm. If the studio manager has to work late at the night and he doesn't get dinner, that's also your problem, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, some of those problems are violently sorted out <laughs> uh, because I just refuse to take <laughs> shit. Right. Um, but so, I didn't really... Uh, I made up my mind that I'm going to be more of a thinker than a doer right yeah Yeah. very early onwards Mm. I I, kind of realized that you either think or either do you can't do both Mm. and I decided I probably may have more fun doing the thinking thinking piece Uh, and I get by on the operations piece I I know what to do but I enjoy doing that shit Um,
1: so that's that's actually quite interesting because I have made that decision but I
2: don't have a way out of the doing part Mm. No, you you can't get away from it either. Yeah. Right? Uh, unless you eventually have a large enough team or another person to. So we'll talk about that when we get together <laughs> yeah, in yeah. terms of how you how you find a partner. So while doing that and kind of deciding that I want to be more of a thinker, I never fo- found forgot that my first impression of a computer, um, and at that time, Karambo uh, University put out this ad saying, we are launching the first external degree in Sri Lanka equal to an internal degree and it's a bachelor in information technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to enter, you just need to pass a maths test. Mm-hmm. So I went, I ace the maths test. It's in English medium, luckily. If it was singular, I would have mm-hmm. already crashed. Uh, ace the maths test. Uh, I was the first batch. Mm-hmm. So I used to work till five in the evening, go for classes, come back at nine in the night, finish my work, uh, and leave office at 11 in the night. Um, did it almost every day for three years, till I, till I graduated. Mm. It's a degree, it's, of, it's called BIT, it's still going on. I think. Mm. Uh, Bachelor in 90, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Bachelor in ID. Same time did my CIM, and you know, because at that time, Wait, how did you manage the
1: CIM and the bachelor in IT at the same time?
2: Pulled it off, Machan. So I didn't I didn't have the money to mm. go for classes. Uh I photocopied books, read uh and went and sat for the exams, just paid the paid the fees to hmm. uh, All of us
0: did some version yeah. of that by the way. yeah,
2: sure. Uh, Machan, my salary was a thousand rupees. Right, I, and, I, and I needed uh, you were talking about this just yeah. before. Like I said, I, my, my,
0: my first salary was 2500 rupees. My first intern salary was 2500. My first salary at JWT was 5000 bucks.
2: <laughs> so, you need 50 bucks a day for lunch and traveling. So, basically, Masha, by the 20th of the month, you're dead anyway. By the 22nd or 23rd, you're dead anyway. Then you go for a shoot and eat from a shoot oh yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. so somehow i mean uh, i think something that i don't see in a lot of the younger ones today is you want a lot of the pleasure without wanting to go through the pain yeah uh, and i think going through the pain is very very important because yeah. it truly teaches you to value what you achieve yeah, yeah, yeah. it puts you through those it puts you through those necessary paces while i while i don't believe in in you know there's a there's a fundamental view to education right education can be a paper qualification but education fundamentally teaches you how to learn hmm. yes and proper that, education teaches right? Yes. Proper yes. education you right proper education is spoke, spoke about this yes. very 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 early. so for me that's how I, I looked at it right it it taught me how to learn yeah so to, to this day i can i can read something or watch something and then figure out how to do it because
0: uh, you learn how to learn. but I, I think doesn't don't, don't you think advertising does that to you quite a lot as yeah. well
2: yeah so that's the thing. So I think the, the biggest gift advertising would have given people like myself and Mihira is every day is different. You so you're like a pandit Amazon. If you work in advertising because one day you're working about okay, so there's branded drugs versus generic drugs <laughs> in Sri Lanka. How do you make generic drugs work? <laughs> so I say doing a research, right? Um, next day politicians are killing elephants to fulfill their bar race how do you change that right so now you're reading about bar race and politicians and elephants. next day you're how do you make more sri lankans drink malted milk <laughs> <laughs> right? so when you've been doing that much for a couple of years there's no brand or category or consumer or nothing, phases yeah, you. nothing phases you yeah. plus your mind is like a one you like kind of soaked everything in, and you almost have an answer for like everything. Like right. you, you,
0: you are learning it. You, 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 you have your your predisposition is to learn. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. your basic predisposition is to pick things up.
2: Right, correct. And I think uh, in advertising, uh, so I got out of account management, moving to what's called account planning. Right. Uh, which Mihira also did. It it teaches you to frame your thinking. I think that's very important. All of us can have ideas and thoughts insights and a lot of knowledge coming in but if you're unable to frame uh, and understand it based on some form of framing you tend to lose sight of what you want to do mm-hmm. or you tend to lose sight of what you don't, what direction you. You don't have going, a direction right yeah. what does this really mean so what do i then really do uh, becomes a challenge and i think that's a lot of Good ideators also lose themselves because they they lose the ability or they haven't built the ability to frame, mm, okay. and that ability to frame is so true. Uh, is so true. is very very uh, very very important. I, this is
0: uh, I just want like how do you
2: learn the ability to frame? I
0: I, I, I we picked it up as as we go along. If you're, if you're getting somebody to start, how do you do it? Is, is there a formula to it? Is there a way of doing it? One
2: way do of doing effect? it, there? What yeah. Effect? What is it? I think the ability to frame is, you know, there's so much of stimuli coming in. How do you sort it and organize it, and then make make meaning out of it, right? So there's an objective in mind. When you... ob- yeah, objective in mind. So the ability to frame, in my opinion, right, won't come in unless and this is from design thinking, which I found out later is. If You can't empathize, talking about it last week. Yeah. Right, yeah. If, you, if you can't empathize and you can't experience, the ability to frame goes away. So, let me give you an example. Right? So, I mean, look at my hands right now, it's it's just full of karagata. Yeah, uh, not from lifting weights, but from tending to my uh, garden, right? Right now, quite a large garden, uh, too many cats at home, uh, need to keep it clean. So, um, I tried. So if you want to talk to me about, let's say, how to mow a lawn, I can tell you the difference between uh, having a petrol pack on my back mm. uh, with a bushwhacker attached to it mm. versus the electric one versus a lawn mower. Mm-hmm. Um, how the heat generation from the pack doesn't let you hang it for too long versus the okay. ankles you need to hold or the stick mm. to the actual pain point is in raking the the grass up. That's Absolutely. That really, so now the ability to the, the ability to organize that, frame that, and come up with ideas won't really be there if I am not in in it. Right. Yeah. Right. If yeah. I am not in. It, if you can't empathize I can't with you can't empathize, it, right? And I do, and I, despite where I've gone and what I do. Uh, so let's say at MAS, I was I was working on embedding electronics into garments, mm-hmm. right, so wearable tech. And one of the first things I did was, uh, so the customer is in the U.S. So go to the U.S. You know, <clears throat> work. I started working out at those gyms, running with people in those, in at say for example Central Park. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, um, went to this university in Australia. Uh, literally operated on human cadavers Mm. to understand connection between mass exoskeletal structures. So how does a bone connect to tissue, tissue connect to muscle and how do the three behave? And what do you do and what are the pressure points? And Mm. so, for example, uh, idea to we had this idea to really what if fit in a sports bra can be controlled through a disc. Mm. That's an idea, right? Mm. Now to frame that we would do all these exercises and thought we put the disc here. Mm. But if you take the female breast 90% of it is water and there is no muscle here the mm. only muscle that holds a woman's breast up is right behind the shoulder blade mm. Mm. and we put the disc there right. Oh,
0: so that's insight uh,
2: yeah um, that's framing that's, right that's
0: framing that's framing no i, I think there's 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 the the, the
2: knowledge results in insight mm. which is worth. framing is the ability to funnel your knowledge into a relevant and practical insight no Right? But, yeah. so what I was trying it's to say funneling earlier, of knowledge what I was trying to say earlier is what, what you tell me most of the time is that I have framed myself too early that's right you yeah. can't afford to, so hmm. it's that whole divergence and convergence right, right. you okay. know you, you won't the, the step before framing is discovery you can't really discover as you, you've got to fill that funnel first hmm. before hmm. you start uh, chiseling the funnel down sure. right so uh, I, I remember much when I was at JWT this guy uh, influenced me profoundly his, guy, his name is Agnilodia uh, Aggie Taproot right? yeah. Aggie was spoken uh, about uh, with uh, Ralson spoke yes. about Aggie as well Yeah. so Aggie Machang my, I was fortunate enough to attend this like a two hour talk that he gave I still remember the title of the talk it's called fertilize your patch right. so he was like uh, you know, life this little patch of grass that you've been given fertilize it the more you fertilize it, and it, it was figurative in the sense that, no, you know, ex- open yourself to experiences, do new things, try new things, take risks, fertilize that patch because you never know when it comes back to you, Macha. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to have a museum worth of yeah, experiences. Exactly. And, um, yeah, exactly. It's all about that. So <clears throat> from the day I went to that, Macha, I taught myself to play a new instrument every year okay um, i try a new experience every year i travel to a new country every year i do i mean you get these cliche things i do something that scares you every year you know, that's pretty bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> but uh you know um if you try something new every year uh, and keep yourself i still travel in the bus i still uh we have office try tri- shop i drive around uh i drive for uber sometimes on the weekend just to talk to people mm it's all about just just fertilizing that patch you know and increasing that funnel so that I can frame it in whatever way I want to when the the situation presents itself or when the opportunity presents itself there's no tool for framing but most of it comes from practice okay Um, and most of it comes from asking questions and most of it Actually, comes from failing, much. I mean, mm. Um, mm. Um, yeah, that's most very of true. Really yeah, comes, yeah, yeah. the more you get wrong, the more you get right. Yeah, because yeah. when you get, it's process of elimination, right? Okay, so, yeah. let yeah. me yeah. not try this. Let me try this. And the more elimination, uh, more lessons of elimination you have in your life around various situations, you ex- you know what to, you know what to try, you know what to pursue. So, I think framing is uh, pretty important. Yeah, so your question was where I started, I think we, we kind of digressed. So, mm-hmm. kind. Of, so, I no, little, no, no. Um, so that was the journey, mm-hmm. one, sir. it started there mm-hmm. and I never deviated from wanting to connect human insight and technology. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. I I just, even you would have noticed even at JWT, if yeah. I was always working on something, it was something, something to do with tech, uh, yeah. with tech right? Um,
0: and then we, we, we had we had tech clients. I mean, like, yeah. Difficult clients, very difficult clients to handle but they were tech clients but there there, there was some opportunity for us to do interesting stuff with it. Yeah.
2: So that client was a tech client, was very difficult but had a very human solution for him. Okay. I used to send him porn every morning. <laughs> I was his best friend.
0: And that's a that's a human insight. That. that is a perfect human insight. Yeah,
2: so yeah. Yeah, so there's a lonely Indian man living alone in Sri Lanka. I just fed him with good porn Proper account management. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Proper
0: account management. Yeah. So uh so advertising, yeah. I, I think advertising gives you a uh, framing and all that. Uh, then you move back into a corporate like MAS. To do again insight work for top-notch clients like Nike and all that. Uh, how how was that experience? But what, what did you do there?
2: Yeah, so I think I think before MAS Mira it was dialogue, right? Um, oh, sorry,
0: you did dialogue. So. Yeah.
2: So I did twelve years in advertising. Hmm. Um, the reason I left advertising was actually a frustration, right? Because hmm. I believe in the power of ideas. Um, and creativity it and human, but you are limited by some buffoon on the other side of the table who thinks he knows it, right? Mm. That's that's one side, one side to it. So this He's is one <laughs> of those buffoons, <laughs> right? right. Uh, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fate of an idea, and,
0: and, and advertising is a limitation as well for an idea. Communication becomes a limitation as well, and
2: the fact that you have to communicate yeah. the idea
0: itself is a limitation.
2: No, no, no. There, there are two sides to an idea, right? Now, one is does the does the idea make business sense? Is there a business connect? Hmm. And the other side of the idea is with an idea really engage, involve a human being, and leave that person better or richer for the experience of having interacted with that idea. Right. Okay. There's two sides to it. I think what advertising agencies do is only focus on the latter they want it to be an engaging rewarding experience mm. um, but where where they what they lose sight of it is does this really have a business connect and is it going to work mm. yeah whereas whereas in the client it's the other way around yeah. so it never really meets in the, in the mm. middle. Yeah. and my my so in somewhere around two thousand nine ten i I told my I told uh, I told the guys at JWT, I think I'm quitting advertising before advertising quits on me. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't see a future for advertising. Yeah. I do see a future for design and creativity. I don't see a future for this business model mm-hmm. where you just, you're, you're peddling ideas mm. at some point you just settle it for the client wants and you do it because the, of the money. Yeah. Uh, and to me, mm-hmm. uh, I've never made decisions based on on money, mm, mm. although I said that I want to get out of, yeah, uh, that happened subsequently. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, first, first thing is first. You need to enrich yourself. Enrich, enrich
2: myself. Do I love what I'm doing? Am I creating value? Mm. Then I generate some value. Mm. Out of if it, you're right? creating value, making money is a byproduct. Yeah, absolutely. So I never put money in front. I never had no interview I've asked how am I getting what's the car I'm driving, what benefit doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, so.
0: Can
2: you remember that? Dialogue. Dialogue, yeah. M.A.S. Yeah. No, no. no. So I quit, I quit like advertising the Dialogue because I thought, okay, so this still, so what happened with Dialogue with much I mean, I made a, I think near was there, I made a strategy presentation and told him they suck. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> uh, what I did was I got in a car. Right. Uh, and he joined me for that. Uh, I think I was there, yeah. We drove thousand kilometers. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. We did uh, a round, 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 round Sri Lanka.
0: Sri Lanka okay. and
2: um, we had three identical phones in the car. Where we kept tagging coverage and services and features, and all that uh, from dialogue and two of its larger competitors hmm. and then we stopped at every town and spoke to retailers hmm. we tabulated all of that and told dialogue how much they suck and my at that meeting uh, my boss's face was like i did a, I did that a lot to him much I'm poor about yes. uh, um, so next would day I, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um... Next day, I get a call from the CMO at Dialogue saying he wants wants to see me. So I was like, you fucked up properly now. we are going to lose the account. Uh, But he was like, if you think we have so many problems, come and fix it. Mm. uh, That's how I got the job at uh, Dialogue.
0: There are always people that will see value. Hmm. (laughs) It it doesn't matter what the status quo is. The status quo can go to help. There's always people. They never lose hope of the fact that there are people that will see that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's hard to do the right thing, Machamp, but when, when it comes around, it comes around. So dialogue was really interesting because working with from people like Hans and Nishad to, you know, I went in for marketing, but you know, marketing at most companies is somebody builds it so you just think about what, <laughs> what ad do I create and see, how it, this it... Uh, this is one of the problems I have when I'm communicating with him.
1: Um, he's used to the unilever technique of how marketing works right when you go to most other companies the marketing department is like an afterthought yeah, absolutely
0: it, it should technically not be it, it has to be the insight generating center of the it, it has to be the growth hypothesis generating center of the for a company, yeah. which is, it is not.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mo- so mo- business, especially no. in a technology company, right? I mean, because you generally tend to be run by engineers. Yeah. So you need to ask your engineer you know, these, okay, you're building this product, but why? Uh, what, What is the consumer experience mm. you want to deliver this? what is the business model yeah. does this make sense because you, you you end up building what an engineer loves but not necessarily what a consumer loves like. right. so, so a dialogue also that was the case but I think the culture there and especially people like Hans and Nushal there were flexible enough to, to get marketing to evolve upstream mm. So is there an innovation pipeline? How those products work? Can we create a value out of it? Hmm. Let's look at it from a consumer's point of view and didn't launch it. it was the conversations that started happening then, which I really enjoyed. Uh,
0: did, did, was the how, that that journey... So you, you come from a very different position, no? You come from the... And Dialogue was a tech company, like the quintessential tech company, the, the biggest... The, yeah. Was there a resistance to that thought process at the start?
2: No, I don't think there was any resistance. I think it was more ignorance that there was such a thought process because it was it was mostly engineering. How can
0: how can a company like Dialogue at that size not know that?
2: No, I think it's not the, the I think it's not a question of not knowing it, Mira. I think it's it's um, it's the stage the company is in, right? I mean I was reading an article today. Hmm. Uh, you know it took them 17 years to make their first 50 billion Mm. and then 5 years to make their next 50 billion Mm. right so it's a company that went I mean it grew at all levels Mm. at a phenomenal rate Mm -hmm. and whatever you did worked and it grew because as I said fundamentally Mm. it democratized technology Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. right and it put you know it put digital technology at that whole prepaid model was a massive human inside it was Mm. not a technology innovation
0: the prepaid model was a massive. Yeah, that's right. right. I
2: mean, thinking about it, I
0: I I I just realized that prepaid was what drove that business model to yeah, its complete growth. Yeah. And like now, we have one hundred and twenty percent of our population you know, Until
2: 120%. until dialogue came, and I'm not I'm not saying this as a previous employee. But this is this is true, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the vision I think of Hans and everybody else. Did it at that time? Um, mm-hmm. Before dialogue, a cell phone was very, very exclusive.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
2: think it, it was big Bagh. And, uh, and 90 bucks an SMS and 200 yeah. bucks a minute. And, mm-hmm. But you know, Hans' view was, no, we need to be more inclusive than exclusive. So let's bring GSMA technology down. Mm-hmm. It allows us to do that and let's do it on a prepay model, model. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: Uh, because you have interacted with Hans. Uh, was it was it because he saw the technology and he said, okay, fine, there's a po- potential to democratize it or he did it because it
2: had to be democratized? Be- he did it because it's the right thing to do and he did it because he believes in in, in the bottom of the pyramid rather than the, the tip of the pyramid, right? And he believes that technology, he's, he had a funda- so it's important to form a fundamental view, right? So the fundamental view is technology should be inclusive and not exclusive. Mm. And to, to mm. this day, mm. that, that, that's the view that their organization runs on.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is impressive. That's yeah. very impressive. So, and then to think that in the early two
2: thousands is oh no no that man's a visionary I man. I I remember like, we had really good interaction, right? And I wish I can work with him again. I found this article or slide there about something. So when did I work there? Yeah, 2010, two thousand ten, eleven. Hmm. And I emailed. we were both. Uh, Chatting about some presentation that we had to do, and I sent him this deck. Mm. He sends me a deck that he had written, mm. very similar to that article five years before. Oh. so the man is a visionary. You know, yeah, right? yeah. so he is. There's, there's no doubt
0: about question about it. About one of the best we've produced out of this country, I think.
2: Um, yeah. So, so more thinker also, mm-hmm. and he has enough doers around him to make sure it, it gets done.
0: And, and and I think that's that's another thing that you you need to su- you need to supplement yourself with the right yeah. amount of action oriented people that will get get, get things done as well because the one fundamental the flaw that i see in most of again young people there are again you're in all about the degree of brilliance because they go to the top and they end up interacting with us and yet there is very little structure in the system
2: yeah i i believe application is more important than brilliance um, you can you can explain that. So let's say, you know, I've had people like this, right? With me. Their intellectual capability and capacity is, it's a unparalleled. Right? Yeah. Um, but then, if you are holding on to it, you but you can't apply it. If you can't frame it, apply it, and uh, implement it, it's useless. Right. Yeah so yeah if you can't manifest it in reality exactly right so the uh, there are lots of i think where a lot of the brilliant people fail is not in the brilliance it's in the application and there is brilliance in the application of it so i i have a so
1: so i used to be like that Uh, the what was really going on at that point was that i had more fun thinking about the problem to the solution than actually fixing
0: the problem
2: and it, you, it,
0: it, it's, a, it's a general disposition of thinkers
2: no? it is but so the thinkers who are successful are thinkers who so that's a chasm right that chasm is what you need to cross mm-hmm. so you either cross it with yourself or you find someone to cross it with you mm-hmm. right
0: No. Oh, yes that's you fair. find someone who gives ex- you ideas for, for you on, right? on, your, on
2: your behalf mm. and you find someone to do that with you yeah. If you if you can't do that, then that's where you fall through that challenge You fall Job through Zek that yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Mm, that's that's very true. Yeah. Uh, we we've spoken a lot about the past. Uh, what do you do today? What is what is your core premise today? But but what, what is what is it that, that you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting questions. What is your what is your fundamental
2: thinking? Like. Like. Dr. Hans has his that technology should be inclusive. inclusive. yeah. So I, my fundamental thinking is that. So at so at dialogue, I learned about technology and ecosystems. At M.S., I learned about design and manufacturing. So i come. I believe I, and that's where I heard about design thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a process, uh, I was lucky enough to travel around and you know kind of get trained time. So my fundamental thinking is that design has a higher purpose, mm. right? Uh, it you all believe that uh, uh, design has a higher purpose than just let's say a pretty artwork or just the visual manifestation of yeah. design yeah. Uh, design is more around how, d- how like to quote Paul Rand design yeah, is everything exactly, exactly yes. right. so design around how do you make a human being how do you understand a human being and then make how do you influence how they feel what they do what they see how they think um, how do we design around a business that's uh, uh, Mies van der Rohe I think yeah.
1: Um, design is an attitude, hmm. not a profession. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
2: Good Beautiful. one. Beautiful. Yeah. So my fundamental belief right now is design has a high purpose, uh, and how do I bring design to that high purpose? I'm not the first guy to do it. Uh, I D O is my muse. Hmm. Uh, right. So, I'm I my other thing is I believe. Uh, Sri Lanka can make it. Sri Lanka can do it. Um, so. Sri Lanka can. can do it. Sri Lanka and talent can do it. So everything I am doing is is more about how do I make design work in Sri Lanka, uh, and then take it to the rest of the world, hmm. right? Um, so I work now in three areas: business design, technology design, uh, and communication design. Okay.
0: Right. Okay. So, so let's let's start with business design. Technology. I, I think I think people who are listening to this will be interested in technology design. But like, let's give me a dab about uh, uh, business design because business design is something that I I want to talk to everyone about. Yes. yes but same. Can you give me yep. your logic on business design?
2: So business design is what really makes a business work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that today a lot of the models <laughs> that businesses run on are uh, fundamentally 80 to 90 years old right, right. right. absolutely um, yeah and so and uh, we are we
0: are struggling and we are running to catch up to yeah. say okay fine like let's get rid of that let's get Correct. rid of uh, one one thing or the other yeah
2: so um, business design can work in a particular section of a business or around an entire industry so yes. I, I, maybe i'll give you guys some examples yes, right yeah. Um, so, if I, And some of these, so what I do at IQ is I either do it for a client mm-hmm. uh, or either do it as my own venture right. under, under okay. IQ. So we do business design and venture design, which is essentially business design too, right? Mm-hmm. you just designing a new business model for yourself. Um, so in the media space, we, I, we saw a huge opportunity in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. People create content and publish it on YouTube. Which is great, right? And we don't want to compete with YouTube or any other established platforms. Mm-hmm. But we think what we saw um, is there is a serious lack of transparency in, in all these platforms. Yeah. Right? true. And we spent about a year I spent about a year talking to content creators and people who run their own channels. What are your pain points? What are your problems? What do you want? Is this if this is a value stream, mm-hmm. then, you know? what could really make that up and where are the pain points what can be solved so the whole transparency thing became an issue so we thought we'll take that out and we designed a business model around transparency mm. so if you can offer transparency to content creators in terms of how their channels are doing who's following their channels mm. and what is their real net worth as a content creator no but doesn't youtube already do that though I mean, you you know your audience profiles and all that. You type. don't. You just have very broad profiling of your audience, right? Yeah, because
1: they get into privacy issues the moment they go the other way.
0: Okay, fine.
2: Okay. Um, and then if I'm an advertiser, let's say I put $100 down on it, I really don't know... Who exactly is your audience, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also there are lots of other things around. I mean, money is used to fund terrorist activities, right. and lots of chairs, right? Yeah. So... Um, what we've done in the business design space is we've said look looks like there there is an opportunity to democratize video mm. and democratize video and content publication, right? And video and content happens can happen in the user generated content space. Yeah. It can happen in professional content. It can happen in multiple areas. So we built a business model. Um, where the essentially the business model you work with telcos, okay. right? And you go to the telco, launch a local platform in your market. Okay. Invite content creators onto it. It's absolutely transparent. So this works on a distributed ledger. Mm.
1: Right?
2: Distributed. Ledger blockchain. I okay. hate the buzzword. Right? Just the the concept is a distributed ledger. Right. It just makes things a lot more transparent. It makes it a lot more transparent for advertisers mm. so in sri lanka we tried it in the UGC space so sri lankans upload an average of 180 videos a day to youtube okay right they're supposed to get about 38 to 47 percent of ad revenue that's channelled through their mm. through their channel okay. they don't they get about two percent even to do that uh, Why? why? But I mean, they are supposed so a to get it, and they a lot don't of get it. a lot of guys. So there's a ratio, no matter if you have a thousand followers and about three hundred thousand yeah. views a month, four million views a year, you qualify. Uh, different guys had different ratios. They all of them gave us access to the admin panels. that right. we could we could see their views mm-hmm. and what they were earning. Huge disparities.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So what we said was, you put videos up on this. Mm-hmm. We'll pay you twenty-five cents for a real view. Mm-hmm um mm-hmm. what how do you define real five seconds of play right mm-hmm. uh, we can so on the technology design piece we we built a tech stack like youtube completely ground up on our own okay mm-hmm. uh, so the player is ours the encoder is ours mm-hmm. the platform's ours um mm-hmm. we didn't bring advertisers into it mm-hmm. we told people upload your videos mm-hmm. make money on. our no? we we hit harness who's funding this then the because the telco is funding because of data. Data, if right? um, yes. huge. 160 videos a day.
0: Is it's quite a yeah.
2: Uh, was what this platform... Before. Why are we not on it? No, it's down yeah. now. Um, 160 videos a day, 11,000 channels, 30,000 watch stars a day. It, mm. it, it captured 40% of YouTube's market share in about 8 months. Uh, so that's so when designing the business you really look at in this business what's the value chain who are the actors in it what Mm. are their pain points what are the better ways to connect the dots bring them together Mm. Uh, what could the business model be then you look at okay now technology design so when you're clear about the business model we knew we needed to control the player we need to be transparent Mm. we need to have a distributed ledger we your smart contracts Mm. then we built that Mm. right um we are now taking that mod that same tech stack into new areas mm. right uh, we're just about to launch um, this is big it's mm. about to uh, in kids videos mm. right oh. so we put a control panel in the parents hand mm. and the parents say okay my 12 year old daughter can only watch content from these studios in these genres for right. this time duration mm. And, that, and that's the only type of content that will play on her device. Mm. right? Um, so it's a problem you're solving, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. Business design is really looking at a problem, a value chain, a business model and how, the, how that creates incremental value, mm. not just, let's say, um, predictable value,
1: right?
2: Mm. So, many examples are that so we work with farmers in Sri Lanka digitizing the agriculture value chain right Minimize, uh, taking out polymodal connecting them direct to factories factories give them advances based on potential crop yeah. um, right yeah. on the yield uh, pricing is set there are desktop ATM machines now that dispense the cash the money goes direct to a mobile wallet is it
1: an operational it's thing? live
2: in Sri Lanka right now with tea farmers in all John Keels and uh, you know, John Keels and one more, I forget, Finlay factories. Finlay. Um, so, we've done, we done it for tea. Okay. So, this is a global innovation project mm-hmm. run by GSMA, they, they are the global standards for mm-hmm. was... They wanted us to do it for rice. We said, uh, given that uh, the rice mafia, the fact that the current president heads it, we won't do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Casually, bro. (laughs) So let's park that. (laughs) So we're doing, we're just finishing tea. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll probably do fruit and dairy next. Okay. So we'll come back to
0: uh, tech design right after this. Take a break.
1: There you go. I've only heard the word business designer before in uh, there's a YouTube
2: channel called the future yeah there's lots of um, so I follow there's an interesting agency called RGA okay. RGA, they do great stuff um, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's IDEO uh-huh. uh, the RGA channel on YouTube is great because they, they talk a lot about design and business eh? um, design it? oh, no it's fine so, yeah, the the thing is now I
1: am I have a decent disposition towards tech. Obviously, because you're an engineer. Yeah. Uh, even the way I approach uh, designing logos and brands is still very logical. Like, If I can get a typeface to do it, then I will stick to the typeface. I don't need to do anything more. Uh, so, in that sort of pursuit, I've developed typefaces.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, as it, a separate you know kind of a discipline yeah. altogether together yeah. typeface design.
1: Yeah. and for some reason I really love typography and typeface design that sort of stuff so I've ended up I have everything I know about graphic design I've taught myself yeah wow. it's the best way to do it right yeah uh, I did have a mentor for a very short period of time he taught at the University of Basel in okay. Switzerland okay. that's where like Futura was born. He he, okay. he teaches in that university. Wow. Uh, so it's so he's uh, he's also a multi multi-dimensional sort of guy. He does sound
2: design. He does. So I love. It's called foley design, right? Sound foley design. design. I it? think sound design is called i love it i love sound design
1: yeah so i used to uh, i have played in bands since 2008 okay so sound design is when i brand the company if i think they use a lot of animations then sound design is something i do for them as well
2: okay i love it i think yeah. that's uh that's largely kind of uh, i think that's probably the next thing i kind of dabble in yeah you have to dabble in something
1: yeah it's it's very interesting yeah. that's so those those you, different uh Basically, what I'm trying to do is figure out what the five sensors are. The human five sensors and figure out
0: how to brand I a company to, to be
1: nice. <laughs>
0: uh, we'll figure it out.
1: Because
0: Done. Technology design. How how is how is it different to business design? Because you are you 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 spoke about Business design in the way through technology solutions. Like a lot of technology solutions. We all no, almost So all from, from yeah,
2: what technology I understand, enables it,
1: but yeah. it's not it's not business from design. What I understand business design is treating
2: a business model as in a, a design
0: problem. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Treating a business problem as a
2: design problem. Right. Business yes. problem a so, right? design. And problem. designing a business model as a design solution. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And to do that, you need tech, right? So you need tech in a couple of ways. So you now, when we when, when I want to get into understanding how a company works, yeah. I would speak to everybody in the company, from the founders, the employees. I'd like to work in that company. I'd like to you know get my hands dirty with that company. We yeah. so do all mm-hmm. of that. You speak to the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also, for example, use tech because today lots of companies have data. So how you take that data and sort and analyze that, you know, what is the data telling you? Mm. So that also goes into the business design. Piece, yeah. right? Um, what do we? Uh, so for example, you sure
0: you can hear him? Yeah. yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to miss any of this. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, I can hear him. Pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't okay. mind if you a bit
2: loud. louder. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Amazon, generally soft.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah bullshit <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nonsense unless you piss me off uh, um,
2: yeah yeah so no so I mean recently also right um, we did this we did this business design project for a telco where mm. they had launched a VOD platform but they were not getting enough uh, they were not getting VOD enough video on demand mm. right okay. so like iFlix Netflix yeah uh, they weren't getting enough traction mm. and they were the so the Solution. Oh, let's put singular dramas on it. People will watch. Mm. So we were like, hang on, uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's look at this, right? Uh, so we got there. So we, I mean, all of us are VOD class. So we we basically had a few chats with a couple of people, but we weren't getting anything much, so, right? So you said, like, can you give us access to your to your data, look at the data, some interesting insights. So then one of us, a data science guy, you know, let me go check IMDB mm. as to what Sri Lankans are ranking, rating and watching. So okay. Kind of scraped IMDB and looked at. So By scrape,
1: deep. do you mean like a technical term or? Yeah, yeah.
2: Scape, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so what data science guys do is they, they write scripts that go and scrape data yeah. from sources that allow you to do that. Right? Mm. Sometimes they don't allow you to do it, but you should do it. Mm. Um, we also looked at what uh, no are people really watching on YouTube, what mm. uh, genres, what channels. So we looked at multiple data points, uh, brainstorming. So the data science guy is just throwing data at us, right? Mm. But this is where the human design, this human design, business design aspect comes. We started seeing constant data points around large folds, folds with large screens, right? Mm. Uh, then we started seeing da- who owns these folds with large screens, almost always older males. Okay um, Hang on, okay Let's correct this content Korean Okay <laughs> So, sit, look, you want to drive traction up Target the Samsung J series Target males, And sub get Korean content and subtitle it in single Huh <laughs> <All right. laughs> It went from 3 million minutes a month to 9 million minutes a month
0: Oh Wow,
2: but but that is that
0: is the inherent, that is big data. That's yeah. big data mining. That's that's essentially what.
2: but that's marrying data with human insight. Yeah, it's not just data mining. it's, it's not, not mining. mining. Yeah, that's yeah. The, your data science guy will give you chart, plot, plotted data, full of charts and graphs, and you you know in most boardrooms, we they're happy. You no, know, if you see pretty pretty powerpoints, yeah. and complicated Correct. Excel sheets, which is bullshit, right? Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Mm. What does it mean? Mm. That's what's really important, right? So, um, I hate jargon, man. Right? To me, also a lot of the technology is jargon. Distributed ledgers instead of blockchain. Yeah, yeah exactly. A lot. Of the, what? What can it? So, blockchain is bullshit. Bitcoin is bullshit. But the concept of a distributed ledger is powerful if you truly understand and what it can ideas. do for you. Right? Yeah. Um, everybody's talking about IoT these days. So my thing is, fuck IoT, man, uh, make full use of a barcode first. Mm. Right, it's, it's far more powerful than even IoT yet. Yeah. It's still, IoT is still largely unproven, right? Yeah. Are we making best use of a barcode first? Mm-hmm. No. So, so, coming to, that brings us a technology designer. Technology is about, not, it's not about the buzzword. it's not about I use in the latest technology. Are you using what is practical and what will really solve the business problem or the consumer problem that you really identify? First the consumer problem it's, and then the Yeah, problem. so is their technology fit is it simple, is it usable, is it scalable, is it affordable? Right? Mm. Is it doable? I that's mean, a
1: checklist so. everyone should keep in mind. Uh,
2: yeah. is yeah. it because we, we tend to overtake. You know, I, I I
0: believe uh, I believe uh, that again, we are overtaking yeah. everything. everything.
2: Everything yeah, yeah. yeah uh, again that's
1: because I I, I assume that it's because most techies like the thinking process. They're like, "Oh, it's cool if we do this. It's cool if we do yeah. that." Yeah, but that does not necessarily mean that people will use it that way.
2: Sure. That's you can't blame a techie, right? It's yeah. what he already knows, so he's yeah. like, he's gonna have his orgasm on how much a techie gets into and how exactly. Cool yes, yeah. but and that's great because mm. you need to keep pushing them. You need to keep pushing that. You power. live is thing, is there a career
0: coming up? There, if you're you're seeing this. hype? See, yeah, I, so. I see there's a formation of a career there like like a, like an advertising executive back in the day.
2: Yeah. So there's technology architecture today, mm-hmm. I mean you're alluding to technology architecture doesn't necessarily have to be done by a CIO.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a
1: premise of UX design, right? Figure pre- out, exactly. figure yeah, you figure out what the user experience is and you cater
2: to that yeah. instead of exactly. bumping everything you can. Do. Absolutely. So exactly you figure out what what will deliver the right ux mm. what makes uh, so what is executable simple scalable affordable makes a consumer connect and you go with that right so you know so right now right now my my biggest assignment is why also i am at iq am i function as uh, chief digital officer
0: hmm.
2: at uh, efl but, uh, I, I i saw uh, that i didn't I, so I didn't make the connection. EFL, yeah. we can all be proud of, right? It's a it's a homegrown Sri Lankan company started by an entrepreneur 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's today, uh, top 20 global supply chain companies, right? Okay. Uh, now uh, now it's Japanese, acquired by Japanese, mm-hmm. but founder still there as chairman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's a guy you should interview. He's amazing. Um, so, they are what, what are we doing, right? Right. Um, we run supply chains for Under Armour, mm. Nike, mm. Uh, Levi's, Levi, you name it, right, the top, top apparel brands, and now top elect, Fitbit, mm. uh, very soon Apple, right, so we run their supply chains. Um, what do you mean, you run their supply chains as if in We in transport Canada? their, we basically move their raw material to the factories and move their finished goods to their DCs and their stores. Out of joke, seriously? Yeah. Wow. We're, we're a 700 million dollar company. Fuck you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm I'm in there. So one of our
1: childhood friends is part of the operation
2: at Expo. Oh Dinuka the Ah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So his father is one of the early guys who, yep. who really built a lot of respect for the guy. So I'm their chief digital officer. right I don't know shit about freight forwarding, <laughs> and supply chain. Right. I'm no CIO either. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm no architect either. Mm. But my whole my whole thing around supply chain and logistics is look if we if we are building a logistics or supply chain company of the future it's got to be about two things it's mm-hmm. got to be about efficiency it's mm-hmm. got to be about transparency yeah.
0: right yeah. Okay.
2: so how do we build efficiency and transparency into supply chain and logistics yeah. that's all i'm for i'm not trying yeah. to figure out so freight forwarding and supply chain we are experts to do that Mm. I'm just connecting the dots in terms of how do I connect how the it. customer interacts what with, do I do with it the customer how do I provide information to the customer how do I make things visible mm-hmm. if if things get visible then different supply chains start start connecting it starts mm-hmm. getting more efficient that's all I'm, I'm working on right? so
1: strangely one of the first projects that uh, I was part of when I was at Puppet Animations was uh, rendering out a video for a guy called Javit. Who... he right so Javid wanted us to render out a video that would show how uh, the GPS system on the trucks would be transmitted to yeah. the clients
2: we are doing some crazy stuff but right yeah. now right now we just rolled out a system we need to go back to work we, we rolled out a system last night the top 1% of companies in the world to do it we track the efficiency of every person who works in operations at EFM. So what we did was we, we took their workload, mm. we broke it down into steps, mm. set milestones into the steps, set timings into the steps and then launch a system for them to work on so that we track it. Mm. And there's a traffic light system now at any given time I know each guy, what's in red, what's in yellow, what's in green and how much work is coming to them so what? I can I can move them around. Oh, wow. So, who who built the I. T- oh, wow. So that's uh, that's so now that's that's impact that's business design yeah, and yeah. knowledge design coming to together right that's high fun uh, mm-hmm. that's not high fun that's fucking bizarrely <laughs> crazy yeah,
0: that's space age
2: <laughs> yeah so that's it shouldn't be though is what, it's, what yeah say, right? so we have an erp system that we're building on mm-hmm. top of and that makes it possible mm-hmm. but somebody had and the guy leading that team is also young like yeah he's 31 years old he's did he's dying in six months Mm-hmm. did this entire project in less than six months mm-hmm. oh, that's we, so that's maybe we'll talk about later about a founder's mentality and you know how that can even work in a large organization but yeah. just on the topic we are on which is business design and technology design it's essentially one thing we just separate it because one has to happen for the other to happen yeah. Yeah. And i think technology design should happen at the end because a lot of companies what they do is they focus too much on the tech. Yeah, it's about the tech, right? Mm. It's, like a, it's like a deep measuring contest now, in mm. terms of what's the how tech much I tech. have, yeah. how much am I investing in tech, uh, mm. this is the size of my tech team, and these are my... Does it, no, it, it, it You can't impress you if you really know what you want. Mm. It shouldn't. It, the conversations around digital transformation today mm. uh, is not about the tech the ERP that's coming into the company and the money you are investing in it is more about this is how my value chain is changing, Mm. this is what I'm doing to change it Mm. and these are the problems I am solving using technology and this is the business impact I'm going to create if I do that. Mm. If you can answer those questions and be very clear about that then you're into digital transformation. Right. If you're talking about ERP and data lakes and big data and data science, you just join the whole buzzword bandwagon, mm. mm. which is which is a, which is I think what a lot of people.
0: Oh, I'm um, so, uh, uh, this is all hitting me quite a lot yeah, it's because
1: because
0: it, it, it's, it's, it's it's to me it's a revelation because I am going through this process uh, in a big way. I I believe that. I think we are made, like people are making baby steps, mm. but the, the the world out there is just profoundly larger than as well. I think the philosophy is not completely understood as well. Yeah. See, I think what's going on there is
1: because it has been a valid solution for someone else. They're trying to apply it to you. Yeah. Yeah. But you
0: need to naturally go through the go phases. Through Correct. Yeah. I think you're very right. I, I think. I think. I think. But but most people. <coughs> Most people are doing is what he said. Because it was one valid solution, he will apply that well it's Like they'll apply the solution. Mm. But it and might it, not be useful. For no. You. It might not be useful. And yeah. it, it might create more complexity than less complexity for most companies. Yeah, as well. like the, the in in my books, mm. the best
1: solution is the most simple, elegant solution that you can find. Yeah. If it's, it's,
2: yeah, yeah. it's
0: the hardest Yeah. The most <laughs> difficult to do. Um Human insight. So what you're saying was technology design, uh, uh, business design, and human design. Did I get that right?
2: No, the third, um, third the third one was communication. 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 I'm sorry. I don't like doing that because, but you know, so for example, what I do is in those three areas, mm. Uh, what, so is,
0: so, what is what is com design I have, so your view uh, about design because you are yeah, a so it's,
2: it's not advertising in the way we do it right now mm-hmm. it's uh, communication is not necessarily a video or a press ad or a uh, let's say even a social media campaign or a post right mm-hmm. so you've done your human centric design piece you've done your business design your technology design piece but communication design is around you know for example uh, can you design a new media new form of media can you design a new form of content can you design a new type of sound can you how do you how do you affect how people what they see about your brand and what they mm-hmm. feel about your brand mm-hmm. no no so, so you're saying it's it's before the media yeah so for example communication design again that's something I'm doing at Uh, we're trying to do at EFL right is in the logistics industry Mm. it's it's very it's not a sexy industry right so how do we make it sexy. Mm, Uh, So just thinking about it again Ahmed, right he's the guy who came up he said what if we do a video called the sound of logistics what if we design create a soundtrack that comes from the sound of the train, sound of the bus, sound of the sound create a track out of it and show how we orchestrate all of that in within a supply chain.
0: Mm. Ooh. Um, okay there. so there's a there's an interesting
2: right. thing i don't know if you've looked at this already there's
1: a there's a set of videos on youtube that's called gunstep gunstep yeah okay so what they do is they take call of duty people like people playing call of duty they shoot guns to the beat of a dubstep song oh
2: okay that now sort of thing should yeah.
1: be quite interesting with the sound oh, of train. trains and
2: yeah trains
1: aircraft ships yeah uh, exactly all that should doors, fit yeah, in also,
2: quite well or door, shot. yeah that's communication right right
0: that's so not communication as we were talking
2: <laughs> they thought to do. so so right now i got to keep my lights on right mm. so clients come to us and we do the usual communications social right? media yeah we stopped that, uh, <laughs> we don't do that shit. Like,
1: okay so what's your perspective on social media
2: So fucking say mm. split <laughs> um I, I, I don't believe in the way brands currently use social media, yeah. right? I mean, they're forgetting the fact that it's only a channel. Right. Um,
1: it's not the be-all and end-all yeah, It's anything. not the be-all
2: and end all of communication, yeah. right? And I, I don't believe in shooting your TV commercial and sharing it on Facebook or, you know, just coming up with posts. Yeah. And now everybody's oh, let's do agile posts. So mark my words, Machang, between the 14th and the 16th of November every brand we get on the election bandwagon and start doing posts yeah. and, you know. Sure. Fucking cock. Yeah. Um, I think social media has a has a place mm-hmm. in, in all of it, but you still need to go back to, what is that human insight? Mm-hmm. What does the consumer want? How do we come up with something that, you know, today, a JW Talkman said, you know to remember this, time is, is, is a currency.
0: Time is the currency. Right? Time is the ultimate currency. why would
2: someone want to spend time consuming your communication when there are lots of other things they can do? Yeah. So every time you come up with a piece of communication, answer that question. Why would my consumer spend time with this instead of maybe shagging his dog? Right. (laughs) Uh, Which is
1: definitely better (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: alternative.
2: you know, so we had this rate
0: card. Yeah, Yeah. how How much time time somebody spending? Hold my skateboard while I kiss your sure girlfriend. Yes.
2: <laughs> so I think we've lost sight of that much. So what's happened in the market right now is there are lots of kids running social media agencies who don't have the grounding in con- in human insight and communication design. So they just do pretty pictures and loud posts and think, oh, we're a great social marketing company. Good luck. There are ad agencies who have who probably can understand branding and consumer design, but don't understand how. Uh, social, social media books. works, mm. so there's nobody in the middle. Right, right. Uh, I tried to play that. I'm not into. I'm having too much fun in business. But I mean, there's
0: them. no one in the middle. What is in the middle?
2: In the middle is a comp- is a mixture of old school and new school. Do you understand consumer insight and can mm. you translate that into good communication, irrespective of a platform, right? Mm. And then do you still understand how digital platforms mm. work because your message can then get amplified through that? That right. fundamental. So it, 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 gap you, is not covered you need to have a
1: pulse on the people and a pulse on the yeah. algorithm absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. and set <laughs> yeah Absolute, that's absolutely
2: the, spot, on, spot on spot on
0: yeah
2: right so that that is largely unfelt mm. right um I, I i i know i could do that but i'm not interested in it anymore because i'm just having too much fun, fun in with doing the, the, the outside yeah, the business yeah. design and the tech tech design right but if anybody could do that, that's, that's when you really open up.
0: Uh, I mean, like, to me, I'm, I'm this is I haven't met him in a long time, and this is exactly the reason that I wanted to get him down to have a conversation because this is what he brings. Uh, let's let's leave that for a little bit. There are lots of people that are that, that have great ideas and great skill uh, that are uh, that are uh, no space no space in <laughs> <laughs> how much space do we have? Uh, we are probably in Perfect. okay fine. Uh, okay so then we will not do this conversation right better now better not no better we'll, not. we'll
1: do it for the first episode of season 2
0: you are coming for the first episode of <laughs> season 2 Huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely coming for the first episode of season 2 because we want you there sure. uh, because the question I wanted to ask mm-hmm. was um, if somebody starting out because you've started a tech company and you are to moving the tech company where, how would you do it How what, what are the steps that you will take but we are obviously running out of for space. that
2: space, space for that, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I if, was. I was, I'll answer quickly. Right, mm. I was relatively late in my journey of being an entrepreneur. Mm. I was uh, 30, 35 when mm. I started, mm. and 41 now. Mm. Um, and I think uh, this is a personal experience. I was diag- I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition
0: mm. with oh. not,
2: with so, not mm. much time to live, mm. right? So I figured I can work and leave a
0: legacy, legacy. Leg,
2: uh, I can continue to work where I am and leave my EPF ETF and whatever for my kids or I build something
0: that they can take on that
2: they can take on right so I used that fear to my advantage mm. right um, I'm fine now mm. I just don't know what will happen but I'm fine now right mm. uh, so it's the fear of the lights going out in every sense that drives me every day Wow
0: (laughs) I don't know how to process that (laughs) Uh, On that note um, I'm gonna say two things we will be back Uh, the next episode is our last Uh, but we'll be back a month after month after as
2: well and uh, it's good that you guys are doing this super super
0: uh, and uh, Irfan is going to be our first speaker Because uh, it's, it's been truly enlightening for me
1: Definitely And this is a, as, as TV episodes go mm. This is as much of a, of a cliffhanger as, as you can
0: get,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get uh,
0: So Thanks Irfan Thank you, thanks
2: for having me It's good to talk I mean, yeah. you don't talk about what you've done uh, if it, a, it has be been.
0: A it has been. It's a monumental. Mean. Like, monumental. Monumental. Oh, wow,
2: okay. I've,
1: I've, not gotten the chance to talk to someone like you, and this has already helped me.
2: I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Helped me too. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much. Asha. Wow. wow.
0: Fucking
2: amazing,
0: wow. amazing man. <laughs> Fucking amazing. 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 <laughs>